Watch Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventures Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long, along with Todd Oberndorfer. And we are your hosts for the greatest arts and adventure podcast in all the land, setting the bar low. Our guests are Camille Washington, Ogden City Arts Advisory Board, and Onstage Ogden. Camille, when someone asks you what you do for a living, what do you tell them? I'm an arts administrator. Arts administrator. Very good. Also, we have Michael Goodrick. That's correct. Mike, Michael or Mikey, um, president, actually chair, Ogden Trails Network and engineer by day. That is correct. Engineer by day, trails chair by night. Stand up comedian on the weekends. Yes. Oh, we're going to see about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we don't know. And Bri- so the shindig is, who, Todd, who do you want to run with first, Camille or Mike? This is up to you today. Mike. Mike. Shindig is Friday. Yeah, Shindig is Friday at Union Station. Okay, all right. Now, you ready to go to Camille? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) What's the Shindig? Uh, Okay, we'll dig just a little deeper. A little little deeper, a little deeper. All right, yeah, inform us. Okay, so the Shindig is our annual fundraiser uh, because the audience shows is a nonprofit, so we're an advisory committee to the city. So we don't have like allocated funds from the city to maintain the trails. So we put on a shindig every year. Um, it was every year and then COVID happened. So we're trying to get back into it every year. And so it's our fundraiser to get funds so we can go out and do trails work, buy lumber, um, put up signs, totems, tools, just whatever we need to maintain the trails we have. Okay, so how much does it cost to maintain a trail? Oh man. It varies greatly, okay, depending on the year of lumber costs and who mm. you have out there helping you and where the trail is. If it's on private property or city or you know, a lot of our trails run through government stuff, uh, so it varies greatly on the location of the trail and how much work is needed. Can you just say, um, yeah, but I'm with the city and then start working on trails. I wish it worked that way. <laughs> you can't I pull feel rank. like you say I'm with the city, it just means it's gonna take three times as long. Oh, oh, yeah. is, is that the case? Like, what, what are, is there red tape involved? No, the city's actually pretty easy because we're part of the city, we're an integral piece, so working with the city is actually one of our easiest functions. It's when we have to go outside of the city to okay. um, forest service. Working with the national government is one of the most difficult challenges we have. And you get paid a lot of money to be the chair. Right? Oh, yeah, so much. Okay. Sa- same with Camille, actually. It's yeah. so lucrative. It's so <laughs> lucrative, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so th- that's why we're putting on a uh, fundraiser on Friday, Correct. Shindig. Now, is this the first year it is combined with a film festival? Uh, yes, that is true. So okay. typically in the past, the Shindig has been held at the front, um, and it's been – I'm just there, and people come and do a sign auction and raffles and stuff. But this year we moved to a new venue, um, so we have a film fest, and this year's running film is the theme. Did Benny kick you out? Or what? I was just going to say, are yeah, we reporting really? this first? Is there a rift? <laughs> <laughs> There's a rift. They kicked you out, didn't they? No, uh, we had some turnover on the board, and then oh. things just oh, fell through. This is what yeah. happens. Yeah, this is what happens. Just, yeah, it happens. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, this year I'll be at the Union Station, and so the first time we've done a film fest. So we found this group that does an outdoor film every year, and they change the theme. Um, this year's trails running, so we're gonna put this on and see how it goes. Apparently, I'm emceeing Friday, so if you would like to attend, how long ago did you find out? <laughs> <laughs> I got some notes today. <laughs> so that's more of a heads up than usual. Yeah, well, well, believe it or not. 
the city uh, sent over notes for the Ogden Mayor's Awards in the Arts today or yesterday. So it's about a three week notice, which is pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So now if, if I screw up, that is totally all on me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can take that. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm going to recruit Alicia, I think, to help me. Does she know that? <laughs> uh, not yet, but she, she might. She's out there listening. She pulled a face. Okay, Mike. So the tell me about the film fest. How many films are we watching on Friday? So it's one film, one film. Um, from okay. beginning to end, and there's an intermission in the middle. Um, we also do have some short local films that were also made here locally, and mm-hmm. those play on like a loop. Uh, promoting some local athletes we have in town. Well, I watched one last night. Were you there? I was not there. You were not there. Okay. Is it playing? Upward. Friday? I don't, is Upward playing Friday? So the film by Cassidy Eames, she was on the show last week, two weeks ago, um, about the record-breaking vertical challenge last October by Reed Woolsey. So that face shows me you're not sure that's playing. Not sure about that one. No, okay. Benny has been working on the films and stuff. So okay. I've been Very cool. really keen on that. Okay. What's the cost to get in? It's $20 to get in. Um, and that gets you a slice of Lucky Slice pizza and then also a drink. Um, and then once you're in, um, nine is yours. Most people would pay 20 bucks for a slice of Lucky Slice. And so the rest is just icing on the cake. That's right. Just a bonus. <laughs> just a bonus. And that money goes to help us build trails and maintain Correct. trails. So you, there's you and then the other trails, um, nonprofit in town, um, North, Northern, was it trails foundation, Northern Utah. Yep. Um, so how do you guys work together? How do you overlap? How do you, you know, keep our trails in shape? Yeah. So Eric and TFNU do a great job maintaining all trails. And so they don't necessarily have like a jurisdiction or a main focus. Mm-hmm. And so they do stuff over on the other side of North Fork. They'll do activities up at Art Nord. And so um, they do help us though quite a bit um, on projects on Ogden City specific stuff, which is mm-hmm. where our main focus is. So if we have a project that needs a lot of support or specialty tools or something, we go to lean on Eric because he's a lot bigger organization than us. So he mm-hmm. has more leverage on. Um, manpower and tooling and stuff. Okay, yeah, you guys are just Ogden City Limits, basically. Yeah, our focus is trails within Ogden City Limits. Mm -hmm. What's going on on Birdsong right now? Oh, man, so much on Birdsong. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a video. I'm like, what are they doing? (laughs) Putting in a bike track or? Yeah, so on the Birdsong Trail on the other side that comes down to Rainbow Gardens, Mm -hmm. we'll still be there. Okay. We're building an alternate trail on the backside. Uh, to help alleviate some of the bike traffic on that trail. Okay. So that trail is very narrow and steep, and yeah. so we get a lot of um, uh, conflict. Yeah, thank you. Conflict, man. Words are hard. <laughs> 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 so we get a lot of conflict between different trail users on that section because it is kind of difficult to manage. Okay. Um, so we're building another trail section on the backside that should open next year. Okay. How do you get? Because Eric talks. Eric gets phone calls. Eric gets the call. He gets the people that are upset about there was this, you know, do you get those? Because your, your position is a little different. Like you don't have a phone number that's public on, on a website somewhere, right? Yeah. So we do get calls. They go to the Ogden city office though. Okay. So by the time they get to us, they've been filtered down a couple levels. Okay. Eric's a lot more or of a they've front been line transferred three times, <laughs> That's right. which makes them happier each time they get transferred. Exactly. <laughs> so by the time they get to our attention, like it's either a really big issue or it's already been taken care of. Okay. Okay. Like I was going to compliment somebody, but it's been 
two hours that That's I've been exactly. on <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very good. Um, all right, so what's your modality on the trails? Are you a runner, bike, mountain biker? What are you doing on the trails? Yeah, so my wife and I are typically biking mm-hmm. um, is what we are, our primary focus is. Um, so we do a lot of, we live off of 36, and so we do a lot of stuff up on the BST, you have to blue ribbon and stuff around that area. And then we'll always venture down to past 12th Street, see what's going on over there. So that's what we're, our primary mode is biking. And then obviously walking a dog and stuff too, but those are usually shorter loops around the house. Is there a heat map available of the trails in Ogden? Like the busiest trails and times and stuff? Um, yeah, we do have trail data. So yeah. out on the trails that are 19, 20 counters that we have out there and my wife and I go out and do a They just lap. stand out there and count people. That's right. Little, little clickers. clickers. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, people monitor like who goes in the grocery store, you know, like yeah, clicking. Yeah. Only thing I trust. That is all I trust. <laughs> uh, okay. So we do have actually a lot of data out there on what trails are popular and what times, what time of day, what day of the week, um, and stuff like that. Um, so we do have so a lot if of I want to see the most amount of people, where should I go? Oh, River and what Parkway time? for sure. River Parkway. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. On a Saturday morning? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be run over on the trail, that's where you go. <laughs> okay. Well, the next question, obviously, is the le- least amount of people. Uh, so actually, in that same area is a trail right behind the Botanical Gardens um, up on the hill right there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a um, trail up there that's very lightly used um, that not a lot of people know about. Let's change that. Yeah. It's not... It's, <laughs> That hidden gym, let's make that yeah, as visible like, as possible. That is definitely let's one of the least Let's move everyone in trails. that direction this Saturday. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we put up some detour signs. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the name of that, that trail? Um, so currently it's called Stairway to Harrison. I had, oh, no, I'd right. never heard that. Really? Yeah. And it's right there. Stairway to Harrison. There's the reason why. Parking lot, and it just goes right behind Botanical Gardens. Okay. I love that. Okay. Yeah, that's worth checking out, actually. Okay. Very good. Um I think I'm out of questions, Mike. You're off the hook. Good. Thank you. Todd, you got anything? Okay, so here is a genuine question as far as your annual fundraisers go. Looking at data, looking at the money that's raised, I think we collectively all know enough about nonprofits that sometimes not. There's obviously certain certain groups uh, withstanding that galas have a tendency to lose or break even, and that is just simply a fact. And so... The shindig, is that not the case? Or is it a morale? Is it a is it a tradition? What do you what are your thoughts on annual fundraisers in general and the shindig in particular? Um so that's a good question. So like you said, typically fundraisers are That's a hard question. That is a hard yeah. question. Yeah, yeah wow. Mo- let's honestly, my experience, especially the little bit of research that I've done, they have a tendency to lose. But it is it's something that certain members wouldn't cut I'm, or they just don't for all the reasons you know yeah. so anyway thank okay. you i apologize for interrupting oh no you're good so in the past we've been very fortunate to have a strong community to come together and support us so we have been profitable um we've also had very lucky community members to donate facilities and like roosters are a great person to donate stuff right so we've always been like to have great partnerships in town to have reduce that right cost there. yeah exactly so we've always had good partners in town to help reduce the cost of putting on the event, and that helps us be more profitable. Absolutely. So in our case, it's worked out for us. Like this is our biggest fundraiser. It's what keeps us alive, but I definitely know of other organizations where they're like, why would you even think about doing this? This year is just going to be off the chart. That's right. Off the chart. You're going to get a bump in that uh, significant raise. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all, <laughs> all of us in the trailer have been the chair of an advisory committee here in Ogden, which is crazy. Camille's the current chair, Ogden City yes. Arts Advisory Committee. Todd was the previous chair, right? Did you hand it off to Camille or was there someone in between? No, Susan was. Susan, Susan was. That's right. Susan was. Oh, no, I ran Jake. it into the ground. Susan picked Brought it up it a little up. bit. And then Jake and then me. We appreciate. Oh, and Jake. Mm -hmm. yeah, and Jake. Yeah. 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 It took two people to bring it back from the depths of Todd. <laughs> I had a good year. Thank you very much. That's really funny. Uh, and, and then and then Mike with uh, with Ogden Trails. And so with the arts, um, well, we don't do fundraising. No. Yeah. Not the Arts sense. Advisory Committee. Right. No. Yeah. No. We make recommendations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where does our money come from? Uh, the the city budget. The city budget. Which is taxpayer money. Okay, Mike, you got to get on that. Yeah, where do we sign up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know. We that was that happened before my way before our time. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But if there's a way to put because it would it would be nice if there was some sort of it doesn't even have to be a ton of money, right? But it, because I don't know how much your annual. I mean, how much money budget. could the arts really need? No, or, not, the or the trails. Not the trails, or not the arts. I'm talking oh, about the trails. Oh, we're talking the about the trails. trails. Yeah, yeah, the trails, trails. needs a lot of trails. <laughs> but, but if it was um, some sort of, I wonder if there was a way to do, you know, like a percentage of whatever tax that was, you know, whatever, for the trails, for parks and, and stuff like that, so that we have green space downtown and everything. And, and, and it's kept up because that helps make a city, people want to visit and play and spend time outside when it's, kept up and it's, yeah, exactly. it's not run down and stuff and so that's worth investing in as a community i think yeah i agree yeah absolutely arts and adventure completely overrated uh, we, we're fine <laughs> <laughs> todd make a call would it, you <laughs> it needs to go more into like vaping we can somehow support that Jeez. i want to get into the stuff i'm really interested in <laughs> Todd, Todd just vapes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for these trails or the arts. Well, you know what they call Ogden? Uh -oh. Vape City. No. no. What were you going to say, Todd? Something real close to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Mike. Hey, um, last pitch for everyone to come out this Friday. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Come out for us Friday night, Union Station. Um, 20 bucks to get in. We would love to see you guys out there. Okay, and and Mike, are you are you giving a speech or you? What are you doing? Is that all me? It's all you, man. Okay, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> all right. Plus, you got to come see Union Station uh, 1.0 while while we can. So. 1.0. Yeah. OG well, Union is, this Station. Is, this is the beta anyway. It burned yeah. down in like 1910. <laughs> okay, 2.0. Whatever. It's like three, three four, four, five point oh. Yeah, it's up. It's up there. I love Union Station. I do too. Thanks, Mike. Uh, it's, it's good to get, get to know you. Yeah, and, thanks for uh, me. A fellow chair. <laughs> <laughs> there is a community of chairs. All these chairs around. This is mm -hmm. like the chair roundtable right here. Which <laughs> 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 just kind of feels weird. Uh, Camille, how much time in your head, mm -hmm. you got to split it up. Okay. Do you put towards onstage Ogden, personal um, creative endeavors, and um, Ogden City Arts. If I had to split it up, uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about everything. But I would say I, I spend my days, my weekdays, thinking about Onstage Ogden. That's my, my day job. 
Um, I am the marketing and box office manager there. And then all the other time I spend thinking about everything else. So what I do on committees, uh, what we do at a good company theater, which is kind of just like the background. It's like a white noise machine in my life. <laughs> it's always there. It's just kind of softly speaking to me and lulling me. Um, yeah, I'd say I. it's hard to break up. I'd say I'm th- overthinking all day. Do you like, time box? Or, like, How do you manage? All, you know what I mean? Because like, oh, there's a bunch of different all that stuff going on. You set the time aside. Yeah, how do you do that? Because oh, yeah. I'm still figuring that out. Say, no, say um, you what, what are your tips? Out. No, I am just panicking. <laughs> it's like panic thoughts. They shoot into my brain and I'm like, I have to f- deal with this. Um, no, just joking. I don't, I'm not very organized. I'm not like a very like rigid scheduler. So I'm not thinking like, okay, on weekends from noon to four, I am doing playwriting mm. or during the week after I get off of work from seven to 10, I'm doing good company theater stuff. It's just kind of always present. Do you think you would be more effective if you time blocked? Uh, Or do you need to be creative? And so you just work on whatever's uh, I'm sure I'd be more efficient if I time blocked um, and did had more of a, a rigid schedule. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if I would be more effective. I think like at this point I'm at a really good piece with how my brain works and mm. what I can, my output level. So I think you, you and I have always appreciated your schedule and your ability to juggle all the things because I have a tendency to do mm-hmm. the same thing. And I think that my answer is not a rigid schedule. I think that's the reason why I ended up fully in the arts is mm-hmm. because I don't like the rigid schedules. I'll still put in too many hours each week for sure. Yeah. But it's a little bit more on my terms. And I think a lot of it, I guess it comes, and I hate the phrase kind of that lifestyle job, but it really kind of is a lifestyle job where so many of these different activities, they do fold into the other ones. They do. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how I would be able to do, for instance, uh, Banyan Collective for the past 14 years if it didn't <laughs> somehow fold into right. all the other things that I did at Weber and now I do with the Arts Council mixed with the Ogden City Arts that we're involved mm-hmm. with. If it was fully separate activities, like... I don't, I'm not entirely sure how I would have survived. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. And it's been a really nice, I feel really privileged to work in the arts and have a life that is kind of centered around what I would call arts administration. Plus, um, you yeah. make a lot of money in the arts. Yeah, you just like, go arts just hand over fist. <laughs> I just have, it's just bands all day long. Bands, bands, bands. Just getting, getting bands. stacks. Bands, stacks only of bands. stacks. Oh my God. In the arts. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so you know it's so it, bad. It, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> bands, bands around your money. Yeah, just bands. Bands around stacks your money. Oh, like thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Bills. yeah. I've literally never needed a band. We got a cat. We got a cat. I don't know. I, I've never, I've never witnessed a band in person. Oh, uh, my I needed fifty cents for one of those little that. sticker machines the other day. Didn't have it. <laughs> there was no band for the band. Oh, no one has change out of these. It's all virtual. It's like, does it take my car? And I don't have to swipe it. And then I'll, <laughs> Did you know bands? You know yes. that? For, oh. Yes, but I'm I'm also um, trying to stay young. I'm so hip, Todd. Yeah, that's like it. That's the word I was going for. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, and if yeah. you say I'm so hip, that eh, that should be a clue. But I think that's a good transition into talking about arts administration, which is yeah. something I can definitely talk about. So mm-hmm. when did you know 
it was going to be arts administration because I, it was kind of a slow, and then I knew it was kind of, I was doing it for a very long time. It went from personal to mm. advocating and, and helping other artists it was a priority that like became my priority. And then I kind of knew. And you started because you are a, a, an artist, right? Yes. You kind yes. of like transitioned yeah. from that. I yeah. would say I never was an artist. I was always kind of writing and researching. Fair. Like I studied art history and I was kind of always like a library nerd. And so I always kind of felt more on that side of things anyway. Like, did you have the looking glasses? Did you have the library I definitely, glasses? I just ordered some new glasses. <laughs> Literally just ordered some nice. new glasses today. Yes, they're very thick. Perfect. Um, and they're very, very nerdy. That's the only way you can wear them. Do they have the sharp edges? Like uh, these ones don't. <laughs> they're a little rounder okay. Okay. Um, than I normally get, which is like very studious. Like. Well, let's just say in my library and fantasy, they're going to have the little things. <laughs> and they have like the, the clip. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cord. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's the Ghostbusters secretary. <laughs> that's, that's not the, the fantasy yeah. I was talking about. She's gold though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like mildly like annoyed by all her coworkers. God, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you went to school for it, did yeah, you? Yeah, I studied okay. art history yeah. at the University of Utah. And then I got my master's at the San Francisco Art Institute in exhibition and museum studies. So that's when I kind of really was like all right, arts, visual arts administration is what I was. So, thinking. like, if you wanted to take Todd's job, you could like tomorrow just take. No. I'll fight you for it, but no. it, it definitely more educated specifically for, for what I do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where I kind of that was like shaping my ideas of like how I could be an arts administrator, and then I came back to Utah, and my sister Alicia had been for years kind of talking about starting a theater. And I had the time and the space and I said, well, hey, I've been spending a decade of my life or whatever, less than a decade, trying to do arts administration, arts grant writing, just supporting artists and artist visions and presenting artwork. I was like, let me use my skills to help build this thing. And so 11 years ago, we started Good Company Theater. And then about, it's actually just over four years ago, I got a job at on stage Ogden doing marketing and box office management. And I, I started there before it became on stage Ogden. It was called Ogden Symphony Ballet Association. And so really I was interested in not only just the performing arts, cause it was part of what I do now, which with good company theater, but also just the change of like a legacy organization. They were rebranding. I was a part of the rebranding process, helped come up with the name and the new identity. And that kind of interested me in continuing this kind of administrative work. Do you, I'm interested because, um, and I've saw multiple posts from Alicia over the years complimenting you on your business savvy and just how- She may not tell you in person, but she yeah. said it online. But she put it on Facebook. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, as that long as Facebook just, makes, knows. <laughs> as long hey, as got her a couple of likes. Is in it got her a couple of likes. <laughs> <laughs> We all have a reason for being nice to our partners. Yeah, yeah. I've said a few nice things to Brandon through the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, he really has. Just a couple. I take just it sprinkle stride. them in every yeah. year or yeah. so. Yeah. Keep them. So around. I'm I'm wondering if you um, watch over the years the uh, the talent, right? Mm-hmm. The, the and then and behind the scenes, 
Are you ever like think for like oh, thank God that's not me or or, or yes. you, are you ever jealous like oh uh, no okay again <laughs> no so I like I said I had you think I, about that for a second no no I'm not a pro- I'm not a performer I'm not like there's a they when we first started Good Company Theater specifically it was always about like Alicia has the performance background and is on stage and I'm backstage mm-hmm. I am just like I will do what it takes I will help paint the walls I will help write the grants I will do that stuff. And so, no, I've never been jealous mm-hmm. or like yearning for that because when I got into performing arts proper, it was all about the support roles, the administrative roles. So, yeah, at, at my job at Onstage Ogden and at Good Company Theater, I have no. So is Alicia jealous of you because of your grant writing skills? Uh, I'm going to say yes. She's <laughs> jealous of my whole life. Um, I'm the better sister. And that's just a fa- No, I'm just joking. No. I think we, we now we've been doing it. We've worked together for so long on like arts related projects that we just complement each other really well. And it's really fun to watch her gain these skills and this knowledge that she didn't think she had or like really formalize it when she when we first started this because you know, when you create a business or an arts nonprofit out of nothing, it just feels like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. And to watch her understand that she does know what she's doing and be empowered in her skills and her talents, it's really fun. You just recently posted, well, or Alicia, I mean, you meaning good company, <laughs> uh, post that you've you've moved on from seasons. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah. yeah talk about done. That. Um, so the pandemic really hurt the performing art arts industry and a lot of like after the initial wave of closures of like mid-size theaters and performing arts organizations, there's been a real reconsideration of alarms going off. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. There's people have been like, there's just been a reconsideration of what it means to do this work, to mm. present um, present plays and musicals or to present concerts. And so for us, we always, initially we started and we did an annual year calendar. So we would run our, ca- our, our shows from January to December. But then because of the way grants funding, arts funding works, we went to a performing arts calendar, which goes from August, September, fall to spring. Mm. So around May, June. And it's always been kind of like us trying to navigate these existing structures, like, okay, how can we do what we want to do in the way that is the most aligned with this thing? But the pandemic changed all of that. So we so you decided- were trying to originally f- schedule around funding, essentially. Uh, originally, we just thought we'll do, a run- we'll do a straight 12-month calendar, a calendar uh-huh. year from January to December, which almost killed us because you never got a break. Um, and then- the performing arts calendar from the fall to the spring also was just not tenable for us because it, it just felt like there, it was too rigid and it didn't allow us the flexibility to, to take on projects maybe that came up when we wanted to do them or like, it always felt like you were like long-term planning versus like responding to what was going on. And I think the pandemic really taught us that too. We did a couple of, distance shows mm-hmm. um, that really were just responsive of the to the times and to the circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so that we found really inspiring. And so we thought, yeah, we'll just change it up. 
So how do you do, go about funding now? Uh, we still apply for general operating support, and we do have, we know that we'll do a certain number of shows mm-hmm. per season, so we can ask for those shows. If the funders ask for more detail about those shows, we give them an idea of what we're going to do, but it's never like a finalized. Do the two of you act it out? Kind of uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Pictionary. <laughs> oh, nice. We show up. They're visual people. At night. To the George S. and Dolores Story Elkills Foundation headquarters. There. And we just act it out for them and make them guess. Todd, why are you telling me that's spot. what we should be doing this whole time? That's how you get the big they got money. Their, they got their checkbook that's behind the where desk. That's the yeah. are. Just like, I'm going to fill this out after uh-huh. the fact. Yeah, they're like, sold. Don't even continue. <laughs> you need all the money. Get all the money you need. Oh, okay, Mike. Nice. Pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> act yeah. it out. Act uh, one. Out. Go to the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, very interesting. Okay. Um, so what's on the agenda for Good Company this, this season? Uh, TBD. We're, you can't say season, though. Yeah, yeah this, sorry. This year, upcoming, upcoming. Upcoming at okay. Good Company Theater. Uh, TBD. Yeah, upcoming. Which is good. how it is. Um, we're definitely planning on like a winter-spring show. Okay, so this is the worst question ever. I'm yeah. so excited to ask this question. Great. Um, because all podcasters know each other, so all theater people know each other, mm-hmm. right? Um I live in the Terrace. Mm-hmm. Terrace Plaza Playhouse. Yeah. Um, they've been there a long time. Forever. Long time. Yeah. And I've never been to a show. Oh. I've been to your shows. Uh-huh. Never been to their shows. And they're like, I could walk over and go to a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see them advertised anywhere. I don't see them embedded in the community anywhere. But they must be doing well. Like, what do you know about what they do? Uh, well, I do know Alicia was in a couple of shows when she was in high school at Terrace. That's where she first started outside uh, of school. Pre-fame. Yeah, pre, yeah, pre-fame. Yeah. Um, she she did a, a couple of productions there. Um, they are just so embedded. They're actually embedded in the community, meaning they have long-standing gotcha. relationship okay. with. Okay. Like they I are figured there. they must yeah. have some sort of clientele mm-hmm. that just, uh, because whenever, I always know when there's a show because the parking lot is packed. Yeah. But I don't ever see them advertise or no, anything. You know, they, so. And they do, they do advertising that works for them, I think. Um, they have a billboard on one. They have, a, they have that lighted billboard, which yeah. is so cool. Um, yeah. They just have been around long enough and they do shows with enough people in them like big cast oh, musicals yeah. that helps spread the word that yeah. al- always helps spread the word. Yeah. Um, whereas like we do like two, three person sh- shows and that's mm-hmm. just a heavier lift in terms of word of mouth. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think what they do is important and they've been there for decades. And they do, I mean, shows that you would probably consider mainstream shows yeah. where you mm-hmm. guys focus more on uh, is alternative the right word? Yeah, uh, contemporary. Contemporary. Okay. Uh, and then also just not, we don't only do musicals. A lot of theaters locally only do musicals. We do plays as well. Yeah. Which it's is important. hard to, it's not not easy to find outside of like university settings, mm-hmm. especially one north acts? of Salt Lake. What, you, one X, mm-hmm, one act, yeah, yeah, full length plays, one yeah. acts, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I used to think I wanted to do that and it's really hard. It's tough. You have to memorize so many lines. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's. It was always a shock to me when Alicia would say kind of the circumstances that they had to be in and then to be able to to perform. Yeah. In that. Brandon, I would love to see you uh, try out for a good company play. Yeah. Like, um, I think I will. As long as I don't have to sing. Mm, Actually, no. The only I, thing we have for you. Is, <laughs> the only thing is lead. Okay. It's their favorite okay. thing is to, a, to, <laughs> to sign on non-singers to yes. the musicals. With, 
yeah. unheard, unseen. Yeah. Oh my God. One one man. Show. I did. A, I did a. Um, I auditioned in front of uh, Jason, uh, famous super name dropping Jason. Yep, here. Jason. You're you like him? He's funny. I'm. Oh shit! I'm so close. It's tip um, my tongue. Uh, dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, No, not Sudeikis. Oh, Oh, he wasn't in dodgeball. No, he was the commentator in dodgeball. Jason Bateman. 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 Yeah. Auditioned in front of Jason Bateman. He was super high and on a lot of drugs when you did that. Yeah, because it was like ninety three or something. He was hundred percent on all the drugs when you did that. And guess what? (laughs) Guess my act was a scene from. I w- it was a Bill. I was Bill Murray, mm-hmm. and it was a scene from the. It's like the one step, cl- one step at a time. What's the movie when? Uh, what about what about Bob? What about Bob? Oh, and he gets yelled at. What about Bob? I did a scene from What About Bob. It was a very long monologue. How'd it work? Um, did you get it? So no. So what happened was. Uh, oh, I just spoiled the story. This there. you did. You, you, <laughs> well, there is more to the story. Sorry, yeah. So that I auditioned and then i went on a trip to alaska okay and at the time cell phones were new and most you know, it was like you know um it was like 93 94 somewhere around then and when i got back i there was a message on there was it left a message he left a message on my phone and it was like hey jason bateman did jason bateman did yeah and um we got a call back for you. would like you to be here blah, 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 on this day. Well, that day had passed mm. and I'd never missed, I never got the message cause, cause it was self it was weird back then. And I, and so the day had passed, it'd been like a week and I never called. I never did anything. I just let it go. That was the moment. That was it. I missed it. Wow. I could have been the turning point. Super famous. And I missed it. Do you remember what it was for? No, because I thought it was like weird. A that TV I, special of some sort. Right? I was, it was a big stage. Do you guys, do you guys there's, there, there's a stage in somewhere. It was a stage, like an amphitheater somewhere. It might have been the high school in Park City. It was weird. Huh. I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. 93. 93, 90, yeah, 93, 94. And Jason I, Bateman was somehow involved. Oh, he was definitely, he was in the audience. He was part of the, he was the cast, the casting director. Did he live out here for a little while? I don't know. That's a good question. They, uh, were they have. filming out Or maybe here? he what was in rehab doing? for a while. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love like Jason Bateman, but he's on a lot of drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so good now. He's in so much stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he turned he himself has a around. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get a few more listeners than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop it. Just, they don't talk about these stories. Uh, enough yeah. about me. Camille, talk to me about uh, Onstage Ogden. Yeah, what do you want to do? Upcoming season? Uh, So actually this Friday and Saturday we have concerts. Uh, This Friday we have Puddles Pity Party, The Saddest Clown. Yeah, I heard that's doing well. Oh, yeah. It scares the hell out of me. Yeah, don't be scared. He's just just sad and he has the most beautiful voice you you would ever expect. And he does like the best clown makeup. In my opinion, my favorite clown makeup, which is like that traditional like European white face with the little hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is going to perform this Friday at Peary's Egyptian Theater. Mm-hmm. There aren't many tickets left, but you can still okay. get tickets. And then we're also doing Cirque Mechanics, which is a Vegas-based um, circus troupe. They're doing a show called Zephyr, which is about... They write new stories for every tour that they do, and this one is about um, the struggle of of man and nature, between man and nature, and and like... The use of wind. There's a big windmill. Um, and I saw as a, a very flexible woman in a 
pose yes. as part of the marketing. Or something. Yeah, there are lots of contortionists. Contortionists. Um, and hoop jumpers, and there's a a woman who spins by her hair, which seems mm. really. I used intense. to do that too, Todd. I, until I cut my hair, <laughs> that was my weekend that. gig. That is your business. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we're always presenting the Utah Symphony. So uh, next month we have Beethoven's Ninth in November, um, which is Ode to Joy, culminates in Ode to Joy, and they're having the Utah Symphony's bringing up their chorus. Um, it's like a one act. It's there's no intermission. They're only doing mm. Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, and then af- right after that, the week after, we're presenting Audra McDonald with um, Utah Symphony, which full circle. Audra McDonald is m- arguably the voice of her generation for um, Broadway. Uh, she's been on television, but she got her start on Broadway. She has something like a million Tony Awards, and she's an incredible one million. One million. Yep. Exactly on the dot. Yep. Just last year, she got the millions. About time, and yeah, about time we we saw it happen. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, but she's coming. She actually, her husband lives or is from Provo. Hmm. Was associated with Hale Center Theater in some okay. way. So she does spend time in Utah, but she is coming to Ogden. She was here in 2018, but she's coming back to sing with the Utah Symphony, and it'll be American standards and Broadway standards that she performs with them. And then we head straight into the holidays. We do uh, the Ballet West Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. We bring it to Ogden every year. My daughter will not be in it this year, in case oh, you're no. wondering. Oh, yeah. why? Um, she's a cheerleader this year. Time. So yeah. time and yeah. and this year because Ballet West is performing in D.C. Yeah, which is very the Kennedy cool. Center. Yep. The commitment level was much higher, so I think mm-hmm. you had a. I think they're practicing five days a week down in Salt Lake. And to drive from Ogden to Salt Lake, and, and I think we got had a heads up on that before she auditioned, and she she wanted to audition to see if she would make it, and then turn it down. I'm like, you can't do that. I love that's, like, that's true diva status. Right <laughs> Total, uh, yeah, because she's like, well, I just want to see if I was going to make it. You know, like, I'm like, no, we're Plus not. She could she could have performed in D.C. Like, well, but that's Thanksgiving yes. weekend. That's the usually the weekend that we do the Nutcracker in Ogden, but yeah. they're going to the Kennedy Center, so we're a week later. I I was on board. I'm like, yeah, Dude, like how many times can you perform at the Kennedy Center? Like this is all. <laughs> Like this yeah. is crazy, right? No and more you, than a handful of times. No more than a handful. Life, of times. Yeah. And and she, it's just too much this year. So, mm-hmm. um, but she was in it three times, I think, and and lucky enough to be in Ogden, which was nice. So thank mm-hmm. you, Onstage Ogden, for bringing Ballet West to Ogden because we don't have to drive to Salt Lake to watch my daughter, which was fun. But yeah. the Salt Lake Salt Lake venue is nice, but it's Ogden. Was yeah, great. I mean, yeah got to stay stay in town yeah yeah and then we have a full spring winter spring yep dot org yep you can buy all tickets for all concerts right now what is what's your goal in life camille uh that's a little question (laughs) yeah geez to like you're lucky to rule with an iron fist no i'm just joking i don't know what (laughs) big picture Uh, big picture i'm now doing i really hope that um we can continue to grow good company theater uh we are you know we're a small small uh theater we seat 70 um but before that we only seated 50 and so maybe one day we'll seat 100 and that would be okay with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we can get to 100 one day. Uh, and then just to continue to have like a life filled with art 
and supporting artists and being being active in just the creative communities did you were your parents in the art like what drove you to the arts uh yeah we just talked about that alicia yeah. and i just were talking about this uh our parents oh, never mind then no yeah so <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it i only talk about things one time and that's it that's how i keep my mind straight no. repeat those stories. no um our parents were both just kind of working middle class people our mom worked in medical offices until she retired and our dad worked for uh, as a contractor for hill air force base before he retired but then they're in there. Totally artistic. But did they both sing in the shower? Uh, they, uh, <laughs> yes. That's what, did, yes. That's it right there. And so do I. And so it continues. <laughs> it's our generational talent singing in the shower. Um, no, so then, but on their, in their personal lives, they had the arts. They were very expressive. My dad uh, published a book of poetry in the 70s. Um, a poet and very involved in music. Our mom is kind of an incredible artist. She is a ceramicist. She, we come from a long line of just like applied crafts people. So lots of quilting, lots of mm. just women's crafts, so to speak, but really talented painting, all of that. Our uncles used to bend neon. Our cousins in Louisiana well, something you don't singers. see every day. Yeah, like, or blow neon, I think is what it, the actual term. Um, but yeah, we just come from people who always had that side of themselves. I think we're just part of a generation able to integrate it more into fully into like a professional life. And you're deep thinkers and you're involved in the community. Yes. My thoughts are so deep. Oh my <laughs> They are the deepest thoughts one can have. <laughs> I just wish you would let it out every once in a while. I think it's yeah. getting deep in here. Yeah, it's too deep. It's too philosophical. It's too much. Oh, she's like, anyway, I, need, I need a drink. I need a drink. Yeah, but no. So our parents kind of always had a, a balance of it, but never. I, again, like I said, I think we just have been able to maybe be more productive in like a professional money making sense yeah. with it, but it's always been a part of. So you're not looking at franchising the, uh, the, the theater across the, the world. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Do people do that? Is that a thing? Uh, could you no. even do that? You could. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, all the cinemas were like one guy running a cinema Yeah. and then they became AMC or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So Interesting. Maybe. Uh, and then Todd, did you have anything? Real quick, no, I can't oh, talk okay. that. That was perfect. That was great. I, my only, my only thing was, um, you got to wrap things up with one of those general. What do you want to do with your life? Yeah. So <laughs> nah, didn't I? Was, you was, already no, asked already me that. There. You yeah. already went there. So this next one then is bringing it back to the Augustine Arts Advisory Board, which you are the chair, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, just I like that you're the chair. Thanks. Yeah, you have good questions. And so what is your, um, what's your agenda maybe, or or what do you hope to see the, the, the committee do while you're the chair? I hope really that there is more of uh, a real consideration of what the Nine Rails Arts District is in its relationship to the East Central community that it sits in and like the overlapping interests that are kind of all pointing in this direction. Like we're in the Monarch, it's in the Nine Rails District, also in the East Central neighborhood. So how can how can the arts be more integrated into other social service organizations and outreach that's going on right now in this area? I think that would be be really great to see happen. One hundred percent. Great goal. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know how to get there. You have our support. But, well, we got to keep the momentum going. Yeah. yeah. It's all yep. momentum. Um, okay. Todd, thanks um, um, uh, uh, for for all the um, information, Camille. I, mm-hmm. um, anything else you want to add or anything? Do we miss any events miss coming up? Yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. No, I think we covered that. Okay, okay good. Okay. On stage puts together so much stuff. I know. Yeah, they really do. How much research do you do? This is a, a question I had earlier about the upcoming productions, events. Like, how much are you familiar with? How early on? You seem to yeah. be pretty savvy about what comes through. Yeah. Um, well, she's that's my job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it is your job, but that's yeah. this a is lot. how I make the millions, yeah? the millions and millions of dollars that pour the into bands. my bank account. <laughs> All just the, bands. the bands that are just, they have like the dollar bill guns that are just shooting everywhere. Mm. Uh, no. <laughs> um, uh, Told you, Todd. <laughs> Tried to. T- <laughs> No, we, for example, we've been starting just collectively as a as a group at Onstage Ogden. We've been talking about or heard from James, who's the executive director, about his ideas for the twenty four twenty five season, and even into like twenty five twenty six, maybe some potential things. So these long range calendars, you just kind of always are aware of. I tried to get James on, and I said that you were coming on. He said you're you're better. Oh, that's wrong. And I said. (laughs) I said, sure, but we That's still need right. to talk about a bear, apparently, because we never did. I, yeah, that I have never asked him about. Okay, that, so. yeah. I know. And then it. I just saw a story Jeez. that this sixty-something-year-old was attacked by a grizzly, and they deformed the face, and then they had to use part of his leg bone to put a chin back in him and stuff. And he's like, "This next round, he's I'm going to win the next round." Because he had a good sense of humor. That's but, that's a, that's a good life. That's a good life. Got to have the humor about something like you that. You do. I gotta cannot have imagine. Um, Camille, can people like hire you to be a consultant for the arts? Uh, yeah, that's, that's again all the money, right? No, I'm just joking. Seriously, <laughs> do you do that? No, all? I don't know. We talk. Alicia and I it? talk about yeah. yeah, like what could be a future, but no. Washington and Washington Consulting. Yes. That sounds like an accountant. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll work on the name. We'll, name we'll work on the name. We're workshopping yeah. the name. But but <laughs> like, but I yeah. want in on that. We need a Washington, Washington, and sometimes Oberndorfer. Yes. Oh, that's better. Now we're a law firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You add the third name and you become a law firm. Washington, Washington, and Oberndorfer. It takes you a half an hour to say and the then name. And we're yeah, only fighting about what order the Washingtons <laughs> That's the whole point of the business. But if we did W O W, we got our acronym wow. right there. Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> we did it. It's done. Wow! Did okay. <laughs> wow! Consulting <laughs> services available soon. Available now. Now. Wow! Now. Wow! Wow! Now they will wow you with their services. Oh no! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> oh, we could have gone out without that. That was. But we're going to get calls, though. Okay. We're going to get calls. Okay. No, you are. Mm-hmm. you are. We will wow you with the amount of money we bring yeah, in. I mean, all the things. Put it in your uh, Google and yeah. search it. Oh. Mike's writing it down right now. He's yeah. like, what? He's, He's like, I don't know what I'm like, These guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike group could use a little wow right now. I wanted to ask, oh. could Mike, what type of engineer wild? are you? I'm mechanical. Okay. Okay. Do you I don't know what that means. How did you get yeah, into mechanical engineering? Uh, I just was, went to school. It was like 
I don't know what to pick. And I was like, my dad's like, man, you like taking apart stuff. Why don't you yes. go to school for engineering? So I was like, all right. It was like perfect engineering. Like, it just worked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Like, where where do you work? So I actually work in Northrop and Clearfield. Okay. So I'm mechanical by trade, mm-hmm. and then I work in aerospace by field. Oh, but nice. Um, just yeah. I came here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you said you're from Reno. Yeah, right. so I grew up in Reno, and I went to grad school at the U, and mm-hmm. ended up at a job at ATK at the time, mm-hmm. then Orbital ATK, now Northrop, and who knows where it goes from here, but through its life cycle, and so here I am. Cool. Yeah, I have not the mind for that work, so I tip my hat. <laughs> Does well, an engineering mind, the... though, need that little bit of, like, breakout on the trails? Is, is there something that balances you out? Yeah, we were talking about this before the show, like... Going to work is like very technical and analytical and thinking about a specific problem. And then you kind of get go out on the trails and release all of that, right? And think about nature. And but you still keep that analytical piece of like, how do I maintain this trail? How do I make it better? Um, is this as good as it could be, right? So you maintain that analytical piece, but you get to free think a lot more about how you can improve something. Yeah. I love that. And it's right in the backyard. That's right. Exactly. Do you miss gambling? On demand. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. That's all I know about Reno. Tell, what's something else about Reno? Is it close Besides to like Reno Ad 911? Wars? Yeah, in, instead of Reno 911. Oh, that was actually filmed in Vegas, most of it. But Dang. that's a shame. It is, yeah. It was just the Reno 911 was a catchy name, so I stuck with it. But Ugh. not a lot of that footage was actually filmed there. Um, but yeah, when you grow up with that kind of culture, like you don't necessarily miss gambling yeah. and stuff, right? Like, mm hmm. I, can, I, I mean, the biggest that. thing for us is coming here and like, what are all these liquor laws? Like, what do you mean you have to go to a liquor store and like you can't buy full beer at the gas station? Yeah. Like, when is this? <laughs> Wait, so how long have you been here? <laughs> Almost 10 years. Okay. So we've definitely been accustomed to it, but when we go yeah. home, like, first stop was like Total Wine and More and Costco. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or or just like the gas station. Yeah, or just the gas station. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've lived other places. I, yeah, it's always a shock. Hey, but there's a the little gas. bit of hope, though. We get uh-huh. the Olympics. I know it's a little ways off, but remember we got rid of private clubs because of the Olympics. Uh-huh. We want the world to see us as not as we are. And so there's a good chance <laughs> in 2030, 2034, what do we want? What do we want people to see us as? Yeah. We, Maybe we'll loosen those laws a little more. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hopefully. Just relax a little. Let me just relax a little. Just That's a little all I'm looking for. This is this Camille. This is why this is what the show is supposed to be, is when the guests start talking to each other. Oh. This is great. Good. I feel like I talked a lot. So no, not Powerball. A, I'd be fine adding that. Powerball. Powerball. Oh, power yeah. Ball. Yeah. But we you, really? know, we, you so work in money. the arts, so you have a lot of money. Yes. Yes. We've right. established <laughs> this, this is, is for the plebs. So much to give. This is the ultimate capitalist hack. Get a job. In the arts, <laughs> capitalist <laughs> hack, my ass. <laughs> Todd, what do you what do you got to take us out? Um, so Salt Lake City uh, Gallery Stroll is Friday night, um, and if you guys remember, in Ogden it's first Friday, and Salt Lake it's a third Friday. Every now and again, I'll have an opening that interferes where it crosses over, but for the most part, that's the that's what we do. But uh, right now, we have an amazing show at the Finch Lane Gallery, fifty four Finch Lane in Salt Lake City. Um, it is. Trent and his father Clint uh, Call, uh, two very well-known artists, are in our East Gallery, and a woman named Elise Anderson is in the West Gallery. Very, very good, and it's been very well attended so far. So come check us out, six to nine on Friday night, and then we are currently still doing an open call for our Flash Projects, which is sort of a pop-up shows that we do a couple times a year, 
Look up saltlakearts.org. Hope I got that right for more information. Good job. Anyway, that goes through the end of October. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Um, bear story? Did you already tease the? You already teased out the. Bear I already story. talked about everything because the shindig's coming on Friday, and so Michael will, will be there. I will be there. Um, what's the uh, dress attire, Michael? What do I need? Oh, to I was going to ask the yeah. same thing, so we don't wear the same thing. Right. Oh right, yeah. Right. For you, it's a black and white attire. For everybody else, super casual. <laughs> full tails. So I'm top full tails. Yeah, full tails. <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can come up with. Right. Um, you go more like. Pink and what what colors? I can do pink. Yeah, you got a nice pink. I got got a pink sport coat. Oh, perfect. But Mm -hmm. for the mayor's awards, it won't be here in time for Friday. Um, I ordered a special jacket for the mayor's awards today. Are you teasing that? I am teasing that. What's what's the? Do you want to know the name of the jacket? The fact that it has a name is good. Yes, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I, I remember it. (laughs) Not just a jacket. Goldie dots. Goldie dots. Goldie Dots. What time of the night did you purchase that on Amazon? Well, I had to have my wife purchase it because it's bought through a place where she has connections. And so I'm like, hey, I need this. I need I need this. Goldie Dots. And I need it by the mayor's awards, which is she's like, okay, well, what size? So that's the big that's the biggest. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, because all these jackets come in different sizes. So it might be like Yeah, we'll see. Fat guy in a little coat situation, or it might be like Drowning me. I'm not sure. Like David Byrne. Co- yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only if you perform David Byrne choreography while you mm. are announcing. Unfamiliar. Um, I, but I should get familiar. So, yes. Goldie okay. you have Dots. Time. Goldie Dots. Goldie Dots. Use your imagination. It was between that and that. So, that's what we ended up with. <laughs> wow. You really narrowed it down. <laughs> uh, but for Friday, uh, Mike, I, I think I can only do like this t-shirt it'll be your nicest my nicest t-shirt, t-shirt yeah. thank you banning one for powering today's episode of the ogden arts and adventure show thank you so much to our guests camille washington of ogden city arts advisory board and on stage ogden along with michael goodrick president i don't know why they said president i, I don't know we call it chair so chair. I don't know where president came from chair because that means you're sitting a lot on the trails ogden trails network which is awesome uh listen and subscribe to ogden arts and adventure on youtube like first on Facebook, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and thebandingcollective.com. If you want to be on the show, you can reach out to us and we'll decide uh, at Ogden Adventure on Instagram. I like the we'll decide. <laughs> we'll reach out. Yeah. We'll reach out. We'll see what happens. This week's outdoor jukebox is Dust to Settle, Alicia Stockman band on van sessions. At How good the was that? Effing fantastic. Yeah. They were I'm fantastic. telling you what, people. Check out this Van Sessions thing. I think it's starting to get some traction. I think you're right, Todd. And maybe, just maybe, in about five years from now, we'll make money on YouTube from this stuff. In the meantime, go to Van Sessions on YouTube and subscribe, please. This is Dust to Settle, Alicia Stockman Band. We'll see you on the next Arts and Adventure show. Seven days, few more miles of interstate to truth the consequences. 
horizon playing tricks on me Is it clear or do I see something stirring in the distance? It's been behind me since I left Oh, now it's dead ahead It's hard to tell when a storm's brewing Down to the floor meets the pedal There's nothing wrong with Waiting for the dust to settle Blue sky turns to rust Swallowed by a cloud of dust Reluctant to pull over to the shoulder
Nice. Thank you.